The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. In a novel move, Allergan sold the patents to its blockbuster Restasis drug to the St. Regis Mohawk tribe, paying the tribe $13.5 million up front and $15 million a year in royalties for the exclusive use of the patents that it once owned. In a federal court case, the judge who is considering whether to allow generic versions of the eye drug questioned whether that sale is a sham that he should disregard. The tribe has asked that the case be dismissed from another venue, the Patent Review Board, citing its sovereign immunity. Joining us is Ode Grispacker, the senior healthcare litigation analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence. Oh, this is a complicated case and seems to be getting more complicated every day. Explain why Allergan made the deal. Yeah, thank you, June. So there are two key components to this. One is the inter-parties reviews that are actually going to come to an end by the end of the year. And the other is the district court case that's in the Eastern District of Texas. The reason, the, the main reason why Allegan would have uh, assigned these patents to a tribe is so that they could dismiss the inter-parties review proceedings where patents can just be invalidated in a much faster pace and in easier um, way than in the courts. So uh, how does that work? I mean, it's it's the United States um, Patent Office that, that looks at them, right? And so why would, why would they be able to get out of a that proceeding by, I guess, claiming sovereign immunity, but not the lawsuit? Well, they could get out of the lawsuit, except that they're not the ones being sued. So, uh, you know, in the lawsuit, Allergan is suing the generic drug makers, Mylan and Teva. And so they don't want to get out of that lawsuit because with that lawsuit, they're, they're trying to block the generic entry of any Restasis generics. So, you know, they can pick and choose where they actually claim sovereign immunity. Has this been done before? Is this a new thing or a different version of it? So we've seen this recently in the Interparties Review context. It's not that old because these proceedings aren't um, that old themselves. So we've had a few cases now with state universities, so states can also claim sovereign immunity. We've had uh, three cases um, at the uh, Patent Office where Twice, the Patent Office has dismissed the um, IPRs because of sovereign immunity of the state universities. Once it hasn't, and the you know what they're looking at is really um, whether the licensee of these patents, um, whether they're more like an owner or more like a passive licensee. So the the nature of the agreement matters. Well, explain how that would work. How would they go about analyzing that kind of uh, that kind of question? Because that's going to be, it does seem kind of odd that you'd have a, a tribe sort of taking ownership for only for litigation reasons, essentially. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, with the state university, the, the these universities are really just developing these drugs early on and or, you know, these technologies. And so they, they're the rightful owners. And then they go on and they license to companies where in the case of Allergan, you know, this this is really 
just assigning for the purpose of being able to claim this defense and have these IPRs dismissed. And so Circuit Judge William Bryson conducted a non-jury trial in a suit that where Allegan filed to prevent Tevla and Mylan from selling generic versions of Restasis. And he says he needs to know whether the tribe is joined as a co-plaintiff. If they're not in that lawsuit, what is the defense that's being used there as to why it shouldn't be a generic? Well, so so the the judge needs to know whether the owner is part of the lawsuit because that's one of the requirements to being able to you know defend your your patent, which is really property. And so the judge is really saying if if you're owners, you need to be part of this lawsuit. Otherwise, you know this is not a legitimate lawsuit. But if you're if this is just a sham or just you know an illusory kind of agreement, then that's fine. I can just rule. So you know we'll see. Whatever the judge decides there will be interesting because if it, if he decides it's just a sham agreement, you know we'll have to see what that means for the um, patent office and how they decide what to do with this, these IPRs. So, but what have they been for the whole week trial? What's what has been the issue? Oh, so the issue is all in these in these types of cases. It's always the brand drug company suing the generic, right? And so. The, um, the way that these suits come about is that the generics very early on in the FDA process actually look at these patents that the brand has and say is, you know, we don't infringe these patents or these patents are invalid. And so the entire trial is, is really to decide that, is if a generic came on the market, would it infringe patents or if it does infringe patents, would these patents actually just be invalid? And it sounds like the judge is none too pleased because uh, there's been no appearance of the of the tribe and the, the trial's over. Yeah, I mean, this is a really interesting timing because everything is already set and done. Now he's got to wrap this up. But what's interesting about Judge Bryson is that he's actually a circuit judge. So he is a judge that sits on the U.S. Court of Appeals of the Federal Circuit. That's the court that really decides all patent matters. And so he, he knows quite a lot about all of this already, which is an interesting aspect of it. Well, it's a really interesting case. I, f I find it fascinating. Thanks so much for being here on Bloomberg Law. That's Ode Gerspacher. She is the Senior Healthcare Litigation Analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.